if one day I moved into your house after you welcomed me as a temporary guest and I started using your furniture, started saying all the rooms were mine and forcefully kicked you out of your house, leaving you to your shed, what would you say? What would you think? You'd probably not think very highly of me, right? It is, after all, your house. So why is there so much confusion behind Israeli settler colonialism when the Israeli government sponsors and actively displaces Palestinian civilians, an issue that started in the 1940s with the goal of totally removing all Palestinians from Israel? Where is the confusion behind who does and does not have the right to defend oneself? Israeli settler colonialism is a sinister, deliberate and disgustingly normalised action. It has displaced millions of Palestinians from their rightful ancestral homeland over decades. It is slow, it is cruel and strategic enough to fracture pockets of Palestinians in order to prevent their own ability to defend against this. A defence that is under international law seen to be legal. Yet we find time and time again, it is Israel that says they are the ones defending their right to self-determination and existence. Their right to self-defence, as they say. It's all a fallacy, a lie fabricated to justify war crimes and countless breaches in international law against Palestinians. We have seen time and time again a pattern of Israel provocating Palestinian civilians to the absolute edge until they're forced to defend themselves. And when the Palestinians do inevitably defend themselves as any group of people would, they use disproportionate force to kill, maim and traumatise thousands of civilians. That is, Israel uses disproportionate force to kill thousands. In the word of an Israeli minister of the interior, the Israeli goal is to, quote-unquote, send Gaza into the Middle Ages. Yet outwardly, Israel always claimed that Hamas is a terrorist organization, that they have a right to respond to rocket attacks, that they have a right to target civilian sites and places of worship, warplanes because of Hamas. And we in the West absolutely eat this lie up like dogs. I ask you this, what is defense? Defence is when you fight back against an offence, and when the offence starts with Israel, the so-called Israeli response is in reality not an action of a defender, but the action of an oppressor that wants to see the elimination of Palestinian people. They bait Palestinians into fighting because they can then use the excuse of defence to employ barbaric and illegal warmongering actions against them. This is not complimented, it is what we have seen time and time again throughout history. Recently, and ongoing following the events of Al-Aqsa and Sheikh Jarrah, it is an historic lie peddled by Israel, used by governments and media outlets around the world to allow themselves to turn a blind eye to these war crimes. However, time and time again, we see that the legitimate target of these Israeli bombs are not Hamas insurgents. It's always children or civilians or NGO workers or medical workers or journalists and reporters. The events of the past few weeks have disproportionately affected the youth of Palestine as Israel intentionally sorry, targets hospitals residential towers, media journalism centres and other areas of civilian concentration. The goal was never to eliminate Hamas. Why use white phosphorus to eliminate Hamas? White phosphorus isn't a weapon, it's a war crime. The goal is not to eliminate Hamas, of course it isn't. Why would Israel target Hamas, the organisation it created in the first place? Oh, you weren't aware that in the 1980s, the Israeli government covertly funded and established an Islamic resistance militia known as Hamas to see conflict between it and, at the time, the larger organisation, the Palestinian Liberation Organisation, also known as the PLO. You weren't aware that Israel has a track record of using government operatives across the Middle East to seed similar organisations and conflicts through Mossad, an Israeli intelligence organisation, and a collaborator with the CIA. This is declassified information readily available online from both the CIA and Mossad, by the way.
The target of Israel has always been the Palestinian people. It would love to exterminate them. The mass Israeli government consensus is that Palestinians are second-class citizens. Legally, Palestinians live under apartheid. Everything Israel does to Palestine is legal under Israeli law, the same with the Holocaust was legal under Nazi rule, or how South African apartheid was legal under segregationist rule. Internationally, it is illegal, however. Internationally, the Palestinians may defend themselves and Israel is in the wrong. Israel has time and time again violated so many UN resolutions, at a low estimate 28, at a high estimate 68. When other countries violate resolutions, they get invaded, they get bombed. Iraq violates a few, they got bombed back into the Middle Ages. I'd also love if we in the West would stop pretending that one day Palestinians and Israelis will hold hands and dance around with flowers in their hair, brandishing each other's flags. The idea of peace for all and both sides must stop fighting is such an incredibly naive, harmful idea founded on unrealistic expectations for the civilians of both countries. Palestinians will not in our lifetime simply forget the amount of suffering, pain and torture inflicted upon them by Israeli governments and even civilians. They should not be expected to forgive the far-right Zionist group that carry out mob lynchings. They should not be expected to put down arms because some teenage pacifist on Instagram said all lives matter. Of course all lives matter. These are not barbarians. These are not children. These are people and people do not leave the womb wishing to kill another human being. It is something learned over decades of either hardship and resentment or deliberate indoctrination. Here's some hard to swallow facts. Democratically, Israel is a nation where the majority of civilians support the Palestinian apartheid and see Palestinians as less than Israelis. The parliament reflects this of Israel. The ruling government reflects this. The actions of settlers reflect this. Secondly, Palestinians do actually support the militia groups that fight back against Israeli incursions like Hamas and Al-Quds. These groups are often the only groups actively providing direct support and action defensively against Israel. These groups are they're actually there, boots on the ground, and they comprise of civilians willing to fight for Palestinians. Whether you like that or not, that is what Hamas is. It isn't a terrorist organization. One man's terrorist, another man's freedom fighter. There will never be peaceful liberation as long as the current Israeli government exists. Generations of indoctrination cannot be uprooted overnight. Generations of children being massacred, hospitals being leveled, hope being snatched will never be forgotten. Palestine has a right to defend itself on every single inch of land it occupies. I would expect anyone in a similar situation to believe in their own right to exist, so how dare we as Westerners believe that Palestinians are not deserving of this right? Revolutions, liberations, uprising, they're all bloody. There is so much suffering and there will always be suffering because as long as these people live under Israeli tyranny, this is the only option because no one sane wakes up and chooses to go to war. The Palestinians have chosen fighting back because they see it as the only remaining option to ensure their continued existence. Thinking that people should just put down arms, allow themselves to be occupied, is a lie taught by colonial rulers. It's something that's been done for centuries. The Native Americans, people living under British Raj in South Asia, under colonial Africa, all of these lies we've seen it time and time again. Finally, I wanted to point out how inflammatory it is to say that supporting Palestine is anti-semitic. Anti-semitism is a very real issue. It is something that is actually on the rise in much of Europe and the West, and we do need to address it. It actually is addressed in the UK very often through amendments of our own hate crime laws. It's entertained in Parliament quite a lot, and we get very constructive resolutions out of it. However, when you're talking about Palestine and then bring up anti-semitism, you're comparing two very separate issues with the sake of distracting one from the other. When people talk about Israeli war crimes and you bring up the anti-semitism, 
you are doing the equivalent of using the slogan all lives matter in response to black lives matter yes of course all lives matter it is very universally accepted as a belief but when you bring it up as a response to blm you don't care about all lives you care about downplaying a separate issue and changing the narrative that's what's being done that's all israel has done that's what the west has done for so many decades they change the narrative they change the status quo in the favor of the oppressor Stop gaslighting Palestinians and Palestinian rights advocates into thinking that supporting Palestine is anti-Semitic. It isn't. It's like saying that criticizing ISIS is Islamophobic. Similarly, being anti-Zionist is not being anti-Semitic. Zionism is a specific ideology that views certain people as superior over others, and thus have a right to conquer those seen as less than them. I imagine most people are anti-racist. Being racist isn't exactly something that we accept. No matter what the media will say, being anti-Zionist or pro-Palestinian is not anti-Semitic. I'd like people to stop thinking that they have to justify themselves as not being anti-Semitic every time they dare criticise Israeli policy and actions. We need to stop using euphemistic language against such a sinister set of events. There is nothing euphemistic against what happens in Israel. Have you seen the images of those children maimed by these weapons? By white phosphorus, by bombs, by shrapnel, babies shot up by rubber bullets? What has a baby done? I hope that one day we look back on these events and hate ourselves for allowing it to perpetuate for so long. I hope that future generations look back at us with shame for being so divided in such a blatantly clear issue. There is no moral nuance to the bombing of children and charities. There are two sides to this issue. Those sides are an ethnostate backed by the West and the people oppressed under an ethnostate. I really hope this cleared a few things up. Because I'm very, very tired of seeing the amount of confusion, the amount of inflammatory responses from everyone online, on the media. What distinguishes now from... The last time this all happened in 2014, not saying that Palestinians aren't impressed every day, they are, but the last time events were so out of disproportion was in 2014. Social media wasn't as big as it was back then. You didn't see it on everybody's Instagram stories. It was, it was still a very fledgling thing. Nowadays, the media has lost the occupation of, of Palestine. They can't, they can't criticise Palestine anymore because everyone else sees through them they see through the media through the lies that they see they three they see through the BBC through CNN through Fox News instead we have independent journalists sharing things from the ground we can see Palestinian civilians on their snap stories where they live through every day we can, we can compare it to what the Israeli citizens live through every day compared to what Palestinians live through Israelis are living through paradise please Think critically about what you post online. Think about what everything we are doing is being done for. There is no simple end to all of this. I'd like everyone to understand that. There's nothing easy about fighting a conflict against an oppressor. There's nothing pretty against fighting it. There's nothing aesthetic about it. There's nothing social media friendly about it. It is ugly. It is brutal. And it's something that we need to address properly. Thank you.